0: Today we begin a new series in the book of Daniel and together with some special guests over the coming weeks this will take us through probably until the end of the summer. Now we actually have looked at the book of Daniel before. It was some years ago many of you may not have been with us then even uh, and we actually preached all the way through the book of Daniel right from the beginning uh, right through to the end and um, If you want to listen to that, if you want to catch up on some of those talks, you can do that on our website. But this series is going to be a little bit different to that because this series is going to be called Daniel, A Different Way of Living. Now, all of us in the UK at the moment and many of us right around the world are experiencing right now a very different way of living. It's not a way of living that we're particularly planned or wanted or expected. And I guess maybe if we'd sat down and talked about what we thought 2020 might look like at the right at the beginning of January, probably most of us wouldn't have imagined it would look like how it's turned out. But as we made plans for 2020, as as we looked ahead, I wonder what we imagined life would be like. I wonder perhaps what we expected to do, or places we expected to visit. And maybe Daniel, as he looked forward to his life ahead of him, maybe a beginning of one year, I wonder what he expected, and some places that perhaps he anticipated visiting. I don't think that anything that we find in the book of Daniel, he foresaw coming either. Now, this time around, we're not going to preach through the whole book. As I said, that is something uh, that we've done before. And the second half of the book of Daniel is is full of mainly prophetic visions that Daniel has about the future. Uh, And if you'd like to hear uh, me preach through that, then again, as I mentioned earlier, you can listen to those sermons on the website. But this time, we're going to focus on the first half of the book and look at Daniel a different way of living so let's pray together heavenly father we pray now as we begin our time in the book of daniel lord we pray that you would teach us from it help us not only to understand what we read but holy spirit we pray that you would apply it to our lives and we would learn what you want to teach us in this season we ask it in jesus name amen Amen. Okay, so let's read a few verses together. Uh, We're going to read the first five verses of uh, of Daniel chapter 1. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord delivered Jehoiakim, king of Judah, into his hand, along with some of the articles from the temple of God. These he carried off to the temple of his God in Babylonia and put in the treasure house of his God. Then the king ordered Ashpanaz, chief of his court officials, to bring in some of the Israelites from the royal family and the nobility, young men without any physical defect, handsome, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, well informed, quick to understand and qualified to serve in the king's palace. He was to teach them the language and literature of the Babylonians. The king assigned them a daily amount of food and wine from the king's table. They were to be trained for three years, and after that, they were to enter the king's service. If you want to look for an overarching theme of the book of Daniel, it's this. God is in control. This applies to the first half of the book as much as the second half of the book, that, as I said earlier, is full of these prophetic visions that Daniel has. God is in control. And if you take nothing else from today's message, remember this. No matter what's going on, God is in control. He is sovereign. Nothing happens to you that he doesn't know about. Nothing happens to you that he doesn't allow. God is in control he really is. The people of God around the year 605 BC needed to be reminded of that fact that God was in control. We need to be reminded of that today as well. The events of Daniel 1, they they tie up with what we read in 2 Chronicles 36 and the first half of Jeremiah 25. And the judgment of God was against the king of Judah, King Jehoiakim. So God raised up and allowed the king of Babylon, King Nebuchadnezzar, to come to Jerusalem to besiege it and to deliver King Jehoiakim into his hand. But listen, remember, God is in control. He knows what's happening. He's allowing it to go on. He's orchestrating and allowing the events of history to pan out for his great purpose. And so now Nebuchadnezzar carries off to Babylon some articles from the temple together with the brightest and best of the young men from the royal family and from the nobility. He wants to have them trained in Babylonian affairs and they're taught the language, the history, the culture, the literature of the Babylonians. They're put on this three-year training program and then they enter the king's service. Among these young men, who who most commentators estimate to be around the ages of 16 or 17, as they're quite young still, we find Daniel and his friends Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. We more commonly refer to them as by the names that they were given. Daniel, uh, we refer to typically as Daniel still, but the others we more typically refer to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and we'll come back to them in a few weeks time. Now in the last uh, few weeks there's been much in the news uh, in the press about the British colonial past. Just in the last week we've seen statues being toppled over like the one in Bristol. There's been much debate about our history as a nation, uh, the horrific slave trade of years past that the British Empire was involved in. But, you know, slavery is nothing new. That's really exactly what's happening to Daniel and his friends here. Okay, they're from the higher echelons of society. They're given a Babylonian education, but effectively they're slaves to a foreign master. And before we think too quickly that slavery is only a thing of the past, it's reckoned that modern slavery is the fastest growing organised crime of our time. And there are more slaves now than at any time in human history. That's an evil we need to stand against and help to stop. But that's perhaps a message for another day right now we're going to look at this subject of daniel a different way of living and there are three things that i want us to look at today trusting god staying faithful and serving the king trusting god staying faithful and serving the king so let's dive straight in here trusting god to start with trusting god It's clear from reading the book of Daniel, as I've done afresh just over these past few weeks, that Daniel trusted God. He really did. Even though everything around him had changed beyond recognition, still he trusted God. Bear in mind, he'd been removed from his home country and carried off, depending on the route that was taken, maybe around 900 miles or so to Babylon even then Daniel carried on trusting God we see it here in chapter 1 we see it time and again right throughout the book that bears his name Daniel's way of living was not to be dictated to by the circumstances that he found himself in Daniel trusted God in every circumstance And as we shall see, Daniel faced some pretty challenging times. Things weren't necessarily easy for Daniel. But time and again, we see him trusting God. There's a challenge here for us, isn't there? You know, trusting God when things are easy is is easy in itself isn't it if everything's going well it's not so hard to trust in God you know if life is is good you've you've got a steady and enjoyable job you're you're well paid you're maybe in a great relationship with someone you love your kids if you have them are doing well and loving Jesus now I could go on but I think you get the idea but what about when things are not going so well Maybe the relationship you dreamed of for so long has turned sour. Work is awful, perhaps. You've maybe got a horrible boss, or maybe you've been made redundant. Your kids, if you have any, are so far away from God, you you wonder if they've ever met any Christians at all. Or maybe you just had that health diagnosis that you've been dreading, and now you don't know where to turn. It's in times like that it can be hard to trust God. This is when you need to hold on to the promises of God. Those promises like the ones you find in Joshua chapter 1 where we're reminded that God will never leave you or forsake you. This is when you look at someone like Daniel and go, well, you know, maybe if daniel could trust god maybe if daniel could hold on to his faith and trust god for his future then maybe i can do that too you know what if the book of daniel teaches us anything it teaches us this that you can trust god in any and every situation and circumstance The writer to the Hebrews promises that God's grace is there to help us in our time of need. And so maybe today you're in a time of need. Maybe you're a Christian, but you're finding life quite tough right now. Or maybe you're not a Christian today and you're just checking out this faith thing. Maybe a friend invited you to come and have a look at the live stream. Regardless of how you would describe yourself today, I want you to know this. God loves you, he's for you, his grace is sufficient for you, and he wants relationship with you. Now, if you'd like to explore that more, maybe for the first time then, I'm gonna invite you to respond at the end of this message and you can click on the link that will come up in the chat window and uh, you can chat to one of our team about it. But right now, be assured of this. God is in control. He really is. Daniel was not where he wanted to be. Maybe you're not where you really wanted to be either. But Daniel trusted God and you can too. Daniel trusted God, and today you can trust him too. But Daniel, as we see, stayed faithful. It would have been so easy for Daniel to become totally absorbed in Babylonian culture. He could have easily given up on his previous way of life and living, his his beliefs and his faith it would have been so easy for him to either consciously rebel against all of that or maybe just easily slide into a slow acceptance of babylonian religion and culture before long he could have found himself far away from home geographically and far away from home spiritually but that didn't happen why not Because Daniel made a decision to stay faithful, even in the face of adversity. It says in verse 8 that Daniel resolved. He resolved not to defile himself with food that had been offered to idols. Now, the issue could have been anything, but in his heart, Daniel resolved. He made a decision to stay faithful. You know what? When the pressure is on, when life isn't going so well, when when normal seems like a long time ago, it's easy to let things slide, easy to let your principles slip a little, or perhaps a lot. You maybe try and justify it to yourself, arguing that God would surely understand. No. Dear friends, Daniel remained faithful and you can too. Whatever the issue is for you, maybe it's that new attractive colleague at work that's they're just so interested in your life all of a sudden. But you say, oh, no, it's okay. You know, they're just a friend. Maybe it's a temptation to fiddle the timesheet or your expense claim. And you say, well, it's okay. Everybody around here does that. Don't be pressurised into copying others. Don't let other people's moral compass shape yours. says this in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. The translation that J.B. Phillips made of this back in 1962 says this. Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its own mould. But let God remould your minds from within, so that you may prove in practice that the plan of God for you is good. I love that phrase, don't let the world around you squeeze you into its own mould. Daniel could have easily been squeezed into a different mould, the mould of the Babylonians. But he didn't allow that to happen. He remembered, as J.B. Phillips put it, that the plan of God for you is good. I love that phrase. And maybe some of you today need to hear that afresh. The plan of God for you is good. Even in this moment, I just want to wait for a second, because I believe that for some of you, as you're watching this live stream today, The Holy Spirit is speaking into your heart, reminding you that the plan of God for you is good. Yeah, Lord Jesus, even in these moments, I pray that your word would come alive afresh in people's hearts today. Remind people, God, that your plan for them is good. Thank you that it is speak it into our hearts i pray in jesus name maybe some of you today needed to to hear that afresh and if that's something you'd like to pray about you can do that at the end of this message with one of our team you know daniel made a stand straight away right at the beginning of his time in babylon and that's probably the best time to do it it's a different way of living and it's what we see time and again through the book of daniel And then Daniel found himself in a position where he was serving the king. By the end of of chapter 1, Daniel and his three friends are in a position of influence in Babylonian life. By the end of chapter 2, Daniel's made ruler over the entire province of Babylon. Even though Daniel's in an ungodly environment, serving an ungodly pagan king, he works hard, He becomes a trusted and an influential employee. Maybe you think you've got a tough boss, and maybe you have. But just imagine for a moment what Daniel's boss was like, the king of Babylon. Daniel served this king, and in doing so, he served the king of kings, the Lord God himself. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter what your life looks like, you can serve the King of Kings, God himself. How you live in a different way to those around you, even now, even today, can honour God and point people towards Jesus. Remember that God's grace is sufficient for you he will help you if you allow yourself to be led and guided by the holy spirit god will be very near to you and will come to you and help you to live in a way that honors him as you serve the king of kings himself you know Right now, as we live in this strange lockdown time, a society around us has got a thousand or more questions about the future. And that, that's just about next week. you know, how's it going to pan out? How is the lockdown going to go? What's going to be changed next? All these questions that we're asking about our life and our circumstances. Never mind the questions that apply to our lives in, in months and years ahead. Right now, you can live in a different way. Right now, there's a different way of living that you can live that honours God and points people to Jesus. It's a life full of trust and hope in God, a life staying faithful, and a life serving the King, the King of Kings himself. You know, friends, this, this morning or this evening, whenever you're watching this, if you'd like to know more about that life, that life that, that Jesus describes as life in all its fullness, click on the link that's coming up right now in the chat window. And one of our team would love to explain that more to you, what it means to follow Jesus and to experience that life in all its fullness. Or if maybe you just like to pray with one of our team, again, click on the request button prayer button and someone one of our team would love to pray with you over these few weeks together as we work our way through the first half of the book of daniel we'll see time and again that that this was a different way of living for daniel a different way of living than maybe he'd expected it was a different way of living from those around him and today right now in our time in our day In our culture, we too can live in this different way. That honours God, that points people to Jesus and serves the King of Kings. I want to encourage you, dear friends, to, to live like that in our day and our time. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the book of Daniel. Thank you for what we're going to learn together as we spend these uh, weeks together looking through it. And I pray now today that uh, you would help us to trust you afresh. Help us, Lord, to live in a way that honours you. Help us to serve you, our great King of Kings. Help us to remain faithful to the promises that you've made to us. God, we pray today that you'll be with us, help us, fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So God bless you. Thank you so much for being with us. We look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for listening to this Jubilee Church podcast feel free to check out our website at www.jubilee.org.uk and come along on any Sunday morning.